You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I swear to God, I had Spider-Man 1 and 2 Tobey Maguire edition in my... Tobey Maguire edition? <laughs> my grandmother had wheels she'd have been a bike welcome back to twig i'm proxy <laughs> i'm sarah uh my grandmother is not here today uh she's social distancing because you know she's not a bike and can in fact sh- uh, become sick yeah. so welcome back we're here yet again uh catching up on the things that we've played yep. um instead of giving the general like what did you play last week just because we've had a little bit of time um what have you played of note recently uh, the answer would have been the same either way. How is Animal Crossing? Animal Crossing is fine. <laughs> uh, not a whole. I I got a new villager, um, Candy, who's a pink mouse, who have had. She was like this. Not you get your first two villagers when you first start your island, and then you get three more over the next few days. She was one of the first of those three. So she was like one of my OGs. She wanted to move out and I don't really like her that much. So I let her move out. Ah. Then I went island hunting because when you have an empty slot, you can go to mystery islands and they will be villagers there. And it's totally, allegedly, totally random who you get. And I came across Wolfgang. Is that his name? He's one of the wolves. So now Sounds I have about right. three wolves on my damn island. You need a moon. I have a moon. Corey gave there me, you go. You got three yeah. wolf moon island. Corey, <laughs> Corey gave me a moon. I just, I don't know where to display it. I'm, I got to come up with something because I love the moon. Um, mm. Go display it in the center of town. I could. Because when you enter my island, I have like a nice little fountain area. Maybe I can like make a, a little ledge next to it and then put the moon on top of that so it's like very visible i don't know i do have a moon and now i have three wolves and it's very exciting so there was that um i played a little bit of dragon age inquisition earlier this week i don't know why i just like had a a need to do it got through the intro for the millionth fucking time and then i remembered so um Dragon Age as a series is kind of like Mass Effect where your choices continue like they they match up. They link between games. Yeah. The problem is that I've never played the first two Dragon Ages. I've started both of them, but I haven't finished them. So the decisions that are like just kind of assumed in the canon of Inquisition, if you don't have that data, is the default whatever. And that's not really the greatest thing because there's a lot of stuff that can change because of your actions in the previous games. But they have the thing called the Dragon Age Keep, where you can sign in with your EA account. Yeah. Yes. And then you go through the decisions that you can make in the games and choose which decision you either did make, but your information didn't transfer, or what decisions you would have made, and you just haven't played the game, like me. So I went through, chose a bunch of decisions, like so-and-so was with was in a relationship with a main character, in the first game and hawk from the second game is a lady hawk and not a man hawk because the default is man hawk but i mm-hmm. lady I w- hawk that's a movie yeah 
Um, so hopefully those choices stuck, but I, we spent like an hour because the website is not intuitive at all. And I couldn't figure out how to get it to link to my fucking PS4. Fingers crossed that it worked because I really, really, really would like these decisions that I made on the keep to matter. Right. I just haven't gotten around to playing because I been on a really weird true crime kick lately. It's really weird. I also found uh in total it's a like 17 hour no commentary playthrough of Dragon Age Origins. Fucking amazing. It's like just a movie. It's just one long movie. So I've been kind of watching that on and off to like kind of understand the story a little bit so that I don't have to play the game because the controls are terrible. No offense. Um, the same person has done no commentary playthroughs of almost every fucking game that exists. MVP. So that's very There used to be a huge issue with that. Like that was the yeah. only reason you could legally upload game footage was because there was commentary. Yeah, it, because it had to be commentary and it had to be an informative walkthrough. That's how it used to be in like late 2014, early 2015. It's insane how that's changed where it's yeah. just... Now, I'm, like... I mean, you're talking like back in the days, the PlayStation 3's HDMI output has HDCP on it, capture protection. So yeah. that's why we had to use the old ass capture card mm -hmm. and run the essentially the PlayStation 2 hookup cables from the PS3 out and then capture it in 720, not 1080. Yeah. But the Xbox was fine. The 360, you could just directly capture the HDMI. Yeah. But Sony blocked it. Nintendo had a whole thing with YouTube for a while where they were like, we want nothing yeah. ever. Nobody's ever going to see our games. And then and all of a sudden, here we are. You can yeah. push a button and share shit. Every like there are people who have just started streaming and like doing YouTube because of Animal Crossing. And they're like already very famous and really well known because that's all they do. And I'm very happy for them. But I want them to remember what it was like back in the old day. <sighs> Back when it was pretty much like the only people playing Nintendo games on YouTube were the Grumps because they had like an exclusive yeah. thing with Nintendo that the ad rev was like, I think it was a 70-30 split with Nintendo. It was a lot. Where Nintendo and got the 70%. Yeah. And it's, it's great. It's like <laughs> they walked so that the rest of us could run, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. But And they're still busy running. So that's. Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, anything else in particular that you played? Um, I don't think so. Oh, man. It's been a long couple weeks. It has. Uh, I'm trying to think of just like the important stuff that I've covered. So we've been doing Dauntless as we do. Yep. Uh, there is the first global event taking place right now. Runs until I think the 24th. It's the 24th or the 25th, one or the other. I'll remember tonight when I hop in Hunt. Yeah. But... Um, it's sort of like a the Umbral Escalation that they introduced a while ago. Now, Escalations, if you're not familiar with Dauntless, is normally you go on a patrol or a specific hunt for a behemoth. You get deployed out to one of the Shattered Isles. You hunt around the island, find that one behemoth, kill that one behemoth, go back home to Ramsgate. Yep. Es um, escalations, you get dropped on the first island, find one behemoth in a small area. It's like a... it's not so much a search the island for it. It's in a, like an arena yeah. on this island. You slay one behemoth. You get a power up going for for the rest of your fights going forward. You get escalated to the next island that has like two behemoths. You slay both of them. They're both a higher level. 
it's the equivalent, the equivocal level between them goes up a little bit and you have them ranging from levels one to 10 and then from 10 to 50. Oh, um, so, it literally so you have is the, the, an escalation, the baby escalation. escalation and then the, uh, the big boy escalation <laughs> and the big boy escalations lead you to, um, like the big boss behemoths. Mm-hmm. They've got one for, they have a lightning, a, um, or electric shock escalations, fire escalations, flame escalation, and umbral, umbral being like dark energy. Mm-hmm. And that one was recently introduced. That's the one that I was saying that the quote unquote, the final area for the baby hunts, yep. it ends in an area that looks very much like it was pulled out of a world of Warcraft, uh, raid dungeon. Boss say, arena. Baby hunt is something you should never, ever say. Those are two words that should never go together ever again. <laughs> Weenie Hunt Jr. mode. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Um, and then oh, the new one, though, the uh, it's a th- called the Thrax. It's like a giant worm boy, mm. and he's wiggly as fuck. Oh no! And but it's been so much fun to fight. And there was this like floaty orb that was off to the side when you're progressing from one escalated area to another, and that's been there for a while since they introduced that escalation. We've been like, what is going on with this? Yeah. You couldn't do anything with it. Like, you'd go up to it and look at it. It looked neat. I was like, uh, it's a, all right. They got to be doing something with it soon. <laughs> this will be important. That was later. the world event, or that is the world event. Yeah. You stop by there every time you're running through an escalation, and you collect. It's both another power-up for your hunt, but also it gives you points towards a community goal, a community collective. Wow. Um, which everyone in the community is trying to work for to save the people of Ramsgate. We're not entirely sure what's happening. Yeah. But we're speculating within my hunting party that it's probably going to be something like how in Destiny 2 they started off by destroying the tower, which was like your home base for the entire first game. Mm -hmm. And then you had to go somewhere else. So you went to the farm, the farm, and then back to the new tower. Kind of guessing because the way that it's worded, save the people of Ramsgate, not save Ramsgate. The, it's all part of this big Shattered Isles network. Yeah. And so we're on a giant floating island. So it's not too far-fetched to say we move to another island with a right. new area. Yeah, Monster that, Hunter does that. That wording seems very specific. Yeah. Monster Hunter does that where you start off in one area and then you hunt your way up through uh, various monsters and then you move to a new area. You relocate. And it has all the same amenities. It's just they're set up differently. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see how it goes. I know that the roadmap for Dauntless has also been discussing introducing pets oh. as some sort of a pet system. Yay. Which I'm hoping will sort of replicate what Monster Hunter does with their palicos, mm-hmm. the little cats that follow you around. Yeah. Uh, they're really good for just like collecting stuff and helping a little bit with combat, mm-hmm. but they're not like a game breaking addition. You can't just like stand there while your palico destroys stuff. Right. Which is good. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I'm wondering if this is going to be the catalyst and it's going to be kind of one of those things like I hate to bring it up because I feel still feel like the game is trash. But when Fortnite was doing the whole like a rift in the sky type thing. Yeah. And it ended up like everything got sucked into a black hole. Very suddenly. No, not uh, not expected. At right. All. I think that's very so, creative. As f- I don't like the. Culture I like it when of- there's an overarching narrative. Yeah. I don't like the culture of Fortnite. I have nothing against Fortnite itself, I don't think. I thought that was a really creative move. I, I do, thought that was mostly really... because it doesn't handle well. But mm, that's, that's fair. I've that's never me. It. Plenty of other people handle it just fine. Allegedly. So, um, 
there was something else with uh, with Dauntless. Oh, so one of the other things that they had introduced recently in, in Dauntless is you. I've started collecting, or you can collect as you're leveling up, pieces of lore. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a, a book pops up and it's like, congratulations on your hunt pass. You've gained this piece of lore. And for a while I was like, that's cool. What do I do with it? Because it didn't tell me anything. It just went like out of the shadows, lore. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> Cool, thanks, but... Great, thanks. And so I had to, like, navigate the menu because they redid the whole menu and went through and found where the lore is hidden. And you can click through it and they have these really nice, like, art pieces of what was going on. And, like, I think it's one of the doctors in the game that's detailing these events that are going on. And I need to go back in and read them probably tonight when we hunt because I want to know what the heck is going on. Yeah. And it probably is something that's tying into and leading up to whatever's going to happen in Ramsgate. So I'm going to try and piece it all together. I'm going to try and be a map pat. <laughs> no promises. And then you'll figure it out and then it'll like everything will happen and you'll be like, I knew it. I knew it. But no one else knew it except the developers. <laughs> I'll talk about it more on the podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. That, but Dauntless has been very exciting lately. Um, I have also been playing a lot of... Valorant. Yes. And a little bit of League of Legends. I've been trying to find games that I can play with more people. Yeah. Uh, like Dauntless is wonderful, but it's a max party of four. Mm-hmm. And between Al, Annabelle, Rody, and myself, that's a full party of four. And we hunt together so frequently, it works out great. Yeah. But I have a few other people that I want to game with, and I don't want to invite them into Dauntless and then have like two or three groups that I Dauntless with because then I'm just going to get burnt out on Dauntless. So I was trying to find other games. We tried League of Legends for a little while. I found a new champion I was started playing, and I've been enjoying the crap out of him. Sorry if you're a League of Legends fan. I don't remember who it was. I know he wears many different pelts. You probably know who I'm talking about. If I remember his name, it'll I'll I'll say it, but mm-hmm. I really can't remember for the life of me right now. Um, and Valorant has been wonderful. I adore Valorant. I'm getting much much better using Breach, the character with the robo arms. Mm-hmm. And he's very Nordic. Everything about him is Nordic. Hell yeah. Getting a lot better with that. I was playing that with uh, Jinx and Shadow. And unfortunately, Al's computer can't handle it. Rip. Yet. Yeah. Um, so we tried playing some Counter-Strike because that game has been around for so long. The system requirements go all the way back to Windows XP. Right. So I was like, oh, Al's laptop should be able to handle this. Well, whatever settings he has, it's not functional. Yeah. So we gave up on that idea. And to be fair, CSGO is, it's CSGO. Yeah. If you've been into it since the beginning, then you're probably still into it. But it's one of those things that having, when I first started getting into shooty games, it was Halo. Yeah. And then from Halo, I got a little bit into Call of Duty, then got really against Call of Duty, got into Battlefield, and then went back to Call of Duty. And... So going from that kind of a background into uh, end games like Overwatch yeah. and Valorant, going from that into a CSGO, it's a little, it feels very stiff. It, yeah. It, like CSGO is such its own ecosystem too, in a way that even like a cult game like Overwatch isn't. Mm. And the, I can't explain what I mean because I don't really know what I mean. But it makes sense. Like it just I feel is like its I know own what you mean. bubble that mm-hmm. exists, and you're not really supposed to poke the bubble, because the people who are in the bubble have been there for this whole time. And if you go in, you're like, oh, this isn't for me, because all of these people, this is their island. <laughs> yeah, 
It's it's like walking into a bingo hall with a Scrabble board. Like, <laughs> yeah. you don't do it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's its own thing. So, so as we've been doing that, I found out that Modern Warfare Warzone yep. is cross-platform, which is great because now Al can play on his PS4 and Jinx and Shadow and myself can all play on the PC and we can actually squat up together and it's great. Yeah. So we did that. Uh, that was honestly better than I expected. I didn't realize how much I missed Call of Duty mechanics until mm-hmm. now. Things like the um, kill streaks, yeah, and the stuff you unlock for kill streaks, the gun skins, how everything handles, the movement, everything about it just felt better, yeah, than CS:GO, or I, it felt more natural to me right. than CS:GO. That's like. Call of Duty's whole thing. Yeah. They got all that military money budget, you know. They, they do. They can they had they have the time. It depends the which studio's doing it, because I'm pretty sure they back and forth between Treyarch and I don't remember the other one right now. <laughs> Treyarch did the Black Ops series. Yeah. And then Infinity Ward did the others. Then there was Sledgehammer Games, I think, that did World War II. And I remember when I was working at GameStop and that came out, they were doing a big military benefit for uh, veterans coming back from war Yeah, through the sales of and pre-orders of World War II. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. But, Which is insane that that's like a thing. Yeah. That had to happen. And then you've got your hardcore games like um, Rainbow Six Siege. Where not only do you have your movement speed, but you have like whether you're making noise or not, which Valorant has. Yeah. You have peeking around corners, so you're like leaning left to right. I don't know if you saw that video that someone posted in our Discord that was like guns in different games. And it was like CSGO and it was, or no, it had a few other games where it's like Call of Duty and the gun pops up on the camera. It's just like the guy's hand. Mm-hmm. And he's like just kind of like wobbling it back and forth because you have that movement thing. Yeah. In Valorant, it just stays steady because the gun doesn't move. You have no like body movement mm-hmm. to it. CSGO, you also have no body movement, but people just like you change weapons with the scroll wheel. And I swear to God, they just let them fly. Because if you ever watch a pro CSGO match, they're always like gun, knife, gun, knife, gun, knife, gun, knife, gun, knife. And now I know with Valorant that if you take out your knife, you actually move faster. Oh, it's which is weird. But I guess logically it makes sense. If you're carrying like a machine gun versus a knife. Yeah, but you still got the machine gun on your person. Yeah, I don't know. Shrug. I don't know. I'm not in it for the, the physics. I'm in it for the fun of the game. <laughs> but anyway, so we, we hopped into Warzone. That was a really good time. Uh, we were up super late last night just hitting on that. Even though it's a battle royale and I kind of swore off battle royales. Yeah. There is a plunder mode, which is really fun, which is basically like go around, find money, kill people to get their money, and then deposit that money in crates that are flown away by helicopter so that people can't steal it from you. Yeah. And try and get to a million before anyone else. And those are like teams of three. So we just drop in. If you get killed, you respawn and you immediately drop back in. There's vehicles. So it's like it's taking all the things that I enjoyed about watching things like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with the vehicle mechanics and the huge map and yeah. whatnot. But then it's crossing that over with the Call of Duty mechanics. And it's it's just a damn good time so far. We'll see how it goes. The thing I don't like though with it is the way that battle passes work or that I've seen battle passes work through Fortnite, through Dauntless. And it could be argued that modern warfare works in a similar way, 
I don't know that I would argue for that, though, that with both Fortnite and Dauntless, they use a two-tiered system. You have free players, which is anyone who plays the game. Mm -hmm. As you level up through this season, quote-unquote, you'll get, say, at levels 1, 3, 5, 7, 9. It seems to be an every other level thing with both Fortnite and Dauntless, or at least Dauntless. I haven't been in Fortnite in a while, but that's how they used to do it. Yeah. So every other level... If you are a free player, you're getting something. It's not huge. It's not like an entire costume for your character, but maybe you'll get a weapon skin or a uh, something to transmog your weapon or points to spend in the store, like, you know, yeah. in-game money. And I was going through the battle pass for Warzone, and as I'm scrolling through it, it's just like, Okay, so you get something cool or something mediocre, rather, at like level one and then level six and then like 14. And it, it skips so many chunks. So many and a lot of the numbers. really good stuff is purchase only. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, that, that sucks. Like, and a, a few of the things that are on your progression list, it's like, okay, well, at level six, you'll get a hundred COD tokens. Not the fish, but. Call of Duty tokens. So, you know, good for you, I guess. Uh, Outside of that, mobile games, I've been playing Citus, the uh, mobile rhythm game. Yes. Tappy game. Citus 2. And my God, is it worth the $1.99 or whatever I paid for it. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I started playing some of the songs on hard and just like trying to let my subconscious and like reactions just take over. Yeah. That has been a time. <laughs> it's so good. And it feels so good being able to like string combos together. Yeah. Just, mm, it's, it's a good time. So that's what I've been playing. I tried to play some animal crossing I'm gonna tell the story because I've told it like a million times now. That's fine. Uh, I'm gonna tell it again. So I was playing some animal crossing on uh, my three DS because we only have one switch in this house. Yep. And Annabelle's master of the island. Yep. So I was like, I'll, I'll peck away at my new leaf and pick up some um, weeds and whatnot. And you know me, I leave the thing plugged in all the time. Yeah. So it's been plugged in for like the last three years. I pull it off the charger. <laughs> I turn it on or it's already on, but so I, I take it off the charger and hop into Animal Crossing, load in, pluck some weeds, Talk to a neighbor. He wants some orange, uh, no, some, what do you want? Pears. So I went and I got some pears and I brought them to him and I was like, hey, look, buddy, I got you some pears. And he was like, oh, I can't eat all of them. Just give me one. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just go into my inventory and grab just one Yeah. for you. Which is funny. I have definitely handed an, an, a villager a stack of 10 and they were like, holy fuck. Thanks. Yeah. I don't know what was up, but uh, so... I was about to do that, and then all of a sudden, you it was like five minutes of battery life. So I got all like a little downhearted about it. Like, man, is it, is it just that it's so old now, my new 3DS XL, that it's just time to kick the bucket? Mm. Is it just, is it over between us? <laughs> Rip. And so I opened the back of it up to check on the battery because I was looking for batteries to replace it. And I'm like, do I want to replace the battery? Do I want to trade the system in and see about getting another switch? Like, what do I want to do with mm-hmm. it? Well, I open it up and the battery is bloated. 
never a good sign. No. Quite always bad. Um, lipo batteries like this apparently have that issue. I wouldn't want to say frequently, but yeah. it seems to be relatively common. I don't, I don't know where, like if it's specifically like one type of battery or it was many type of batteries, but there were like, there was a period of time where, and not that it's your fault, but if you keep the object that has that type of battery always plugged in or like plugged in way past its point of like necessary of being done charging, it, it would just happen. Like it, it feels inevitable. See, I had started time. leaving it plugged in because with the Nintendo 3DS and the 3DS XL and the new 3DS XL, they have the street pass function, yeah. which I love as Super a con goer. Cool. So I would leave my DS in rest mode when it's like the lid is closed and just leave it on. And it would track my steps to give me like tokens to use to buy things for my me. Yeah. And it was, super it was cool. super fun, super neat and very social. And I loved it. But I started getting to a point where it's like, okay, I left it like it can stay on battery for a long time. Yeah. When it's closed and you're not actively using it. But I started getting to that point of opening it up and I'm like, okay, I got like three out of my four battery bars. I'll play some games and then load into a game and immediately it's like, I'm dying. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, I'm sorry. I probably should have plugged you in over the last few days. <laughs> so then I just started leaving it plugged in while it was still on collecting yeah. street passes. And then that just led into the habit of leaving it plugged in all the time. Yep. And now here I mean, we are. I've ordered happens. a new battery. And I have to say, um, now that I'm like, been holding it in my hands for a while and I've been popping the back of the battery case off so that I could like just gaze into the emptiness that is where the battery once re resided. Yeah. Um, that I remember giving them shit because the 2DS, the 2DS XL uh -huh. that folds the 3DS and the new three, uh, not the the 3DS XL, I think, not the new 3DS XL, but the original, all had an external access point for your micro SD card. Yep. The th new 3DS XL has the micro SD card here in the back, underneath the back of the case, and it slides in. So in order to change or expand upon your micro SD, you have to take the entire back of the case off. That's so weird. That seemed like a really dumb, stupid idea at the time. Yeah. But I have a 32 gig card in here. I haven't had to change it because it's got plenty of room. Right. And so not having to change it and not needing to upgrade it, I realized that that just makes it really, really difficult for anyone to steal. Yeah. So I guess kudos, Nintendo. Yeah. My Good only on thing you. is uh, they keep putting the power button in really weird places. That's the worst part of this because it's right at the point where I would normally rest my ring fingers underneath the console to support it. Yeah. And my, le my right ring finger is right on the power button if I do that. Yeah. I, I had a case on this thing for so long because I would accidentally hit the power button. Yep. And then there goes my game. I have um, the 2DS XL, and the power button is right where my pinky sits. And I I can't retrain myself. I've tried. So I have, like, a silicone skin on it, and that helps because it does give me a little bit more of a space between it, but it's still, like... If I breathe wrong, I'm going to turn off my game and then Rossetti's going to yell at me. Yeah, Rossetti yelling at you is honestly the worst part. And I know I'm going to have to deal with that when I get back into my game whenever the battery comes in. Yeah, that's only happened to me once. And it wasn't my fault. I don't remember what happened. I think my DS just, like, I let it die. And he was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, I'm sorry. I, didn't mean it. I do wish 
while we're on the subject, though, of handheld consoles, I do wish Nintendo would figure out what in the hell Sony did with the PSP and the PSP Go. I can't speak for the Vita, never owned one. But at least with the PSP and the PSP Go, I remember I was in the middle of playing Persona 3 mobile on my PSP Go while I was at work, back when I still had my PSP Go before some asshole stole it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the battery was running low, and I was like, I need to get to the next save point, I need to get to the next save point, and then it died. And I was like, fuck! I lost everything! Yeah. Because it was only halfway through the work night. I didn't bring my charger. Right. So I'm like, all right, well, fold it up, put it in my pocket, I'll deal with it when I get home. Got home, plugged in, turned it back on. It had gone into a low power mode. Love that. And my game was resumed exactly where it left off. I love that. That should just be That the should thing. be the standard. Because un- like Okay. Say your phone is being super shitty and you have to reset the battery. What they want you to do is run your battery down till your phone dies. Turn it on, keep running it down over and over and over again to get all of the juice out of the battery, right? That clearly exists in every type of battery where there's just a little bit of reserve juice. Why can they not use that reserve juice to just be like sleep, minimal power? Yeah. Just for five hours. Or even having the technology in it to be like battery is low. And once it hits that point of like X percentage of the battery, it's like it shuts off on you, but that 15 per whatever percentage that's left yeah. is dedicated specifically to keeping everything in system memory yeah. until you can plug it in. I guarantee Static is going to have a reason why this can't happen in every single situation. I hope so. I can hear it now. I hope he does. <laughs> I, I want to hear them. Static, please I, tell I me why. I'm willing to listen because like, I want to understand why that can't be a thing in every single situation. Yeah, like I don't understand why the PSP and PSP Go could do it, but the Nintendo 3DS can't. Mm. So, Static, if you've got reasons for me, uh, please reach out. Let me know. Uh, I think that's actually about all I've played. Uh, I was checking out the mobile app for Call of Duty Modern Warfare because it was like, there's a mobile app companion. And I'm like, oh, about that. Does it? do anything for me mm-hmm. um not the mobile game that they have but like it's just a companion app yeah for your account and it tells me when i last logged on and played modern warfare world war Two, or sorry call of duty world war Two. i don't want to get it don't get it twisted yeah um, there's only 40 games yeah so and then it has like me logging in and playing modern warfare warzone and i'm just looking at it and that was what led me to the battle pass thing because mm-hmm. it's like the whole app is almost just a whole big thing of like, okay, here's your friends that are online, but also here's it's like friends news by the battle pass, yeah. by the battle pass, by the battle pass, also by the battle pass. Here's some cool shit by the battle pass. Yeah. And supposedly the app says like just by opening the app, you have a chance of earning like free shit for your in-game character. I have yet. I've only had it for a day. We're going to see how that goes over the next week or so. Yeah. Because I I told uh, the other folks in the crosshairs, which is what we're calling ourselves, <laughs> we're like angry rabbits. We're crosshairs. Yeah. Um, that if the app isn't anything other than just an advertisement for the battle pass and it doesn't improve the quality of life of playing the game, I will not recommend it. Right. But if it is good and it, I do find use in it, yeah. then 
if I would say add it. <laughs> if it's just a convenient way for you to buy the battle pass, why does it exist? They make it very simple to buy the battle pass. I don't need to game. download an app to do that. They do it on the game. Yeah. I, I witnessed it. Speaking of, last thing I want to touch on with the game is a massive issue we've been having, and apparently it's not just us. People have been having this issue since late 2019. Oh. Is making a... I'm trying to remember what they called them. Let me see if I can find it really quickly, because I know we were discussing it last night. Oh, yeah, and I bought a Nerf gun. Oh, yeah. Um that has absolutely nothing to do with anything that I'm talking about. No, but it is fun. Yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, we were trying to make uh, essentially a battalion. I think it's a battalion. Sure. Or something like that. It's the larger collective, your guild, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The group of people that you play with. And it's like, oh, you want to make one of these? And I'm like, yeah, I want to make one of these. We're going to be the crosshairs. It's going to be amazing. Or the dudes in suits mm-hmm. or something. So I put crosshairs, H-A-R-E-S, yep. and um, T-C-H, the crosshairs, as our clan tag. Yeah. Go to submit, um, denied because of profanity. And I'm like, wait, what? We ran into some dude who's like, his name was the masturbator. Yeah. And I'm like, but the crosshairs is profanity. Morgan. So I'm like, all right, well, how about dudes in suits with disease? Yeah. Profanity. And well, apparently that's just a thing. It's broken. It so is. everything is profanity. Morgan has literally seen like horrifically anti-Semitic names and clan tags and everything in that game. And I do not understand how that's okay. When other things aren't. What? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, like, changing your name is really easy. It's just something with this particular system. Yeah. The particular battalions or regiment system or whatever it is that they're using. And it's basically, I was trying to find, like, did someone have a suggestion or, like, how to go about it or how to fix it? Can I go to the website and do it on the website? No. Great. Um, because like with Destiny, you can go to Destiny's website and change all the shit about your clan from there. Mm-hmm. And it changes for everyone instantaneously. Great. Good system. Yes. This is someone was like, yeah, it's not working for me. And the best suggestion on Reddit was close out of the app, open it again, close it out, open it again, close it out, open it again, and just keep trying. No, I don't have five hours. Right. I don't want to exit out of the whole freaking game to load back in, to exit out of the game, to load back in. Like, this yeah. is a, I ain't got time for that. Ain't no. Nobody got time for that. So that's my spiel. That is dumb. Anywho, <laughs> on to everything else. Games that are releasing next week on Monday, July 20th, uh, Into the Radius Rift Quest for Rift Quest and Vive. So that's VR. Uh, Tuesday, July 21st, Rock of Ages 3, Make and Break for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, and Stadia. And Thursday, July 24th, Rogue Legacy 2 for PC. Your epic free game starting Thursday, July 16th and running until Thursday, July 23rd, you can pick up Torchlight 2. And Thursday, July 23rd through Thursday, July 30th, you can pick up Next Up Hero and Tacoma. It's my favorite font. (sighs) 
<laughs> we I'll tell you over the break. Um, <laughs> oh, so an Xbox Game Pass. Yes. 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 Xbox Game Pass news. Um, is this stuff coming to Game Pass? Yes. So carry on on the 23rd for PC and Xbox One. Grounded on the 28th for PC and Xbox One. And Yakuza Kiwami 2 for PC and Xbox One on the 30th. Yay. Whew. Is that next one news or is that something different? Um, that's news. Okay. I guess. Um, There was something else in here. Oh, yeah. Tom called me today from GameStop and he was like, hey, Paper Mario comes out tomorrow. And I'm like, that Okay. Who cares? I have it reserved, so. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. I don't know, remember when I reserved it, but I remember thinking, I'll play this. Uh, when? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because, like, I know I reserved Pokemon Snap. Yeah. And Cyberpunk. Because I know that we will all play Snap. Hell yeah. And I will play the daylights out of Cyberpunk. Yep. But, anyway, we're going to take a brief break. We'll be right back at you with some video game news. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Don't worry about being on time for your parents' money. Just get to the top of society by slut shaming. Welcome back to Twig. Whoa. Thank you, Inspirobot, for that <laughs> friggin' quote of the day. That was two separate points, but yet. Yeah. Wow. I, you know what? Oh well. That's uh... Jeff Bezos who? <laughs> uh anyway, so let's uh for posterity. As uh, as we do here. This is This Week in Gaming, episode 169. Nice. nice. Uh, we would normally be recording this Friday, oh, July... Sh- <laughs> Shit, Friday, I'm July sorry. 17th. Yeah. But we are recording it Friday, July 16th. And this will hit your earballs Saturday, July 18th. Yep. I forgot to change the header. It's, it's fine. I, it's whatever. Yeah. This is literally... I opened... I started the document last week, and then we didn't do a podcast. So I was like, oh, I'll just leave it. That's the one thing I forgot. So... <sighs> you want to hit us off? Sure. Uh, and then we can just switch off. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense with uh, what I'm seeing here. Right. Um, okay. Nintendo added Donkey Kong Country... Natsume Championship Wrestling and The Immortal to the Nintendo Switch Online NES and SNES libraries this week uh, on Wednesday. So that's really fun. So many people are excited for Donkey Kong Country. I need to show my parents how to use those libraries because they are both part of my family plan for Nintendo. Yeah. So they can use them. And it's not that difficult. Really. No. The weirdest part is getting out of the game mm. because you have to like hit home or like exit the game with a button. I don't know. It's been a while since I've used know. any of those yeah. services. I don't so know how it works. I also think it'd be fun to give my parents Splatoon. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yeah. They would have a time. That would be funny. Uh in Halo News, Halo 3 has come to PC on July 14th. It was added to the Master Chief Collection on Steam and the Microsoft Store, free through Xbox Game Pass. Halo 4 will also be added to the Master Chief Collection on PC. Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. I found the, a really great video I posted in the Discord today that was the entire storyline of Halo 
up until now so that people who are just going to start by getting into Infinity, uh, Halo Infinite, are not going to have to feel like, oh, I have to go back and play Halo, Halo 2, yeah. Halo 3, Halo 3 ODST, Halo Wars, Halo Reach, yeah. Halo 4, Halo 5. And yes, it is a fairly accessible game at this point. Mm. But for sure. And they are still, worth playing. Honestly, I played through Halo 2 like six times. Honestly, I really have to finish what I was doing when I started playing Halo again because it's so fucking good. It is a right good time. Yeah, I remember the, playing uh, Halo 4 with Mark when he was living here. Mm -hmm. And what a good time. Yeah. It's one of those good games. If you want to get into like some couch co-op with with your bros. Yeah. Just, just literally do some split screen. My brother and I, you know, we were young and we didn't understand how to save a video game. Mm. Uh, so we would just play the first like few chapters of Halo one over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. I know it like the back of my hand turns out. Mm. Weird. <sighs> Moving uh, on from that. Yeah. Um, PlayStation now doesn't really come up very often, but when it does cool, it's PlayStation uh, Now the service, not PlayStation Now. Yeah. Uh, Sony is adding Watch Dogs 2, Street Fighter 5, and Hello Neighbor to PlayStation Now sometime this month. I actually forgot to check. This is from last week's news. I forgot to check if they had like a date or if they had already been up. So, shrug. But that's happening. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Ubisoft news. Ubisoft held a reveal stream on Sunday, it was tickets. I think went for five dollars per minute, and you could buy this the entire season pass for yeah. fifty thousand or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so there was some Assassin's Creed Valhalla gameplay revealed, Far Cry Six reveal, and trailer. Uh, supposedly, might have a February twenty first, twenty twenty one release date. I, the one of the articles that I saw said two twenty one twenty twenty, and I was like, well, simply that can't happen. No, we can't go back in that time. That was my birthday this year. The, did you see? I don't know how much you care about Far Cry. And I, it's not on my radar, but I like the series. I don't play the series, but I I have enough friends who were really into Far yeah. Cry to respect the, the series. The trailer is absolutely worth watching. I'll check it out. I got chills. And Did you see Breaking Bad at all? The show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I was hooked on Breaking Bad. I haven't seen like the last season yet, but me neither. Um, it's mostly because I just don't want it to end. What was his name? Giancarlo Esposito. He was one of the. He was a Despacito. guy. In um, he Gus Fring, the the chicken guy from like season three. Oh, El Pollo Loco. Yeah, he's in the game as like the president of a company of a country. Hello, it's. Oh, What's it's, the difference? It's su <laughs> yeah, it's such a good trailer. Like I, I saw a reveal a few days before the reveal event, and I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, he's such a good actor. This is gonna be great." And then I watched the the whole trailer. It's like a few minutes, and I was like, "I'm gonna buy this game." I'm so it made me feel things. <laughs> anyway, that's for Chris Six. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Worth watching the trailer. Some Watchdog Legion gameplay that I'm gonna have to check out. Yeah. Is that a release date for it? I guess so. Uh, apparent maybe October 29th, 2020. Yeah. PS4, Xbox One, PC, Stadia. Next gen release dates will be announced later. Yeah. So it'll come out for. Oh. If that's true, because obviously pandemic, 
if it does come out in October, it'll come out for a current gen, and then next gen they'll have to announce that in the future, well, which I gonna, appreciate. I'm really upset that they're calling it forward compatible when it's really just going to be like we're going to make it for the because they did that with Grand Theft Auto Five, yeah, Watch Dogs. Because I initially played Watch Underscore Dogs on the PS3, yeah, and both of those games when they upscaled to PS4, brilliantly done, yeah. But I, they never used the term forward compatible. Right. It was just, you know, the PS4 version. Yeah. And I'd be okay with that. Uh, and also Brawlhalla coming to iOS and Android August 6th. That's actually the one game I forgot about playing. <laughs> which is weird because I got really into it for like yeah. a day. And Excuse me. The only problem I had with Brawlhalla is that they don't yet have a way to sync accounts across platforms. Yeah. It is cross-platform, sort of. My understanding is that if you're on PlayStation, you can play with PlayStation or PC. Yeah. If you're on PC, you can play with anyone. Yeah. If you're on Xbox, Switch, or PC, you can all play with each other, but Sony doesn't like to be friends with anyone. Yeah. They're working on it. But I was like, oh, but if I were to spend, like, it's like 20 bucks to get all of the heroes in the game, all the characters that you can play. I'm committing to um, this system. Yeah. And but that gives you all characters present and future. So but then I can download it on Steam and there's no way to link my like overall account. Yeah. Like it's not a Brawlhalla account that I link to or a Ubisoft account even. I think it was that Brawlhalla was thinking about linking it to the Ubisoft account, mm-hmm. but they don't want to do that. They don't want to make it a tie into Ubisoft kind of thing. They want it to be its own thing, which is why it's not yet. Yeah. But it's upsetting. And I don't blame them because, like, having to merge with all these companies, it sucks. And who cares? Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, moving right into your territory. Yeah. Apparently, this is just, like, really You structured well, this perfectly. Apparently. Um, a new Sims 4 stuff pack was announced uh, called Nifty Knitting. That's very hard to say. Um, Sims will learn how to knit items and clothing and stuff. Um, I guess wear the clothing or they can sell it on Plopsy, which is the Sims version of Etsy. How funny is that? Plopsy? Plopsy. Plopsy sounds like what the farm animals do while they're walking around. Yeah. Did you see that cow? You just took a Plopsy. Um, the Nifty Knitting releases July 28th and will likely be around $5 because that's the price point that all the other stuff packs are at currently, so... I don't know if it'll be a little bit more because it's new. It's also significantly more reasonable. Yeah. Five bucks. Going back to battle passes, ten bucks to buy a battle pass for the season for Dauntless. For the season. Ten bucks to buy a battle pass for the season for Fortnite. For the season. For the, yes. Not forever. Right. For the season. For the season. Makes me so but then you mad. Unlock, you unlock all the shit for that season. Yeah. And then if there's a season, that, like there were a couple seasons in Dauntless, I didn't like what they were putting forward. So I was like, I'm not spending money this month. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But like... But then Warzone, 60 bucks. Yeah. I I don't know if if it's a one time purchase of 60 bucks and that unlocks the battle pass for me forever going forward. Yeah. I might just do that. Um, Ask Morgan. I'm not sure if she did it. I'm going to have to. She would know because she fucking loves that game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on from uh, from Sims news into Sony news, Sony made a $250 million investment in Epic Games this week. Apparently, this is still only a minority interest. It's insane. The investment will allow Sony and Epic to, broad quote, 
broaden their collaboration across Sony's leading portfolio of entertainment assets and technology, and Epic's social entertainment platform and digital ecosystems to create unique experience for consumers and creators. That is a lot of words for a whole lot of nothing. That is... But I want that person who wrote that to write my college essays if I ever go to college. Right. That is bullshit 101. That is nothing. You can just say we're going to be a great team. We all know what you mean. Sony's got the games. There was a word minimum, apparently. Yeah. But like, can you $250 million? And that's a minority interest because Tencent owns everything. When people are like, oh, but the game companies don't make any money. Yes, they do. $250 million is a minority interest in an entire company. Hello? Fuck that. Welcome to it. And our last bit of news for the week. Yeah. Um, this one's really I'd like vaguely in the realm of video games. I figured it's I think relevant. it's really relevant as far as I'm concerned, uh, only because the entire Discord is kind of modeled after yeah. this. The entirety of Discord. As a platform, I feel like. I guess so. I but specifically like, how I set up the Yadu Discord, it yeah. was off of the first book. Yeah. Um, a book sequel to Ready Player One is coming out um, November 24th. It's going to be called Ready Player Two. Very creative, Ernest. Um, Ernest? Ernest Klein? Ernest Klein, yes. Um, I really liked the book. I haven't seen the movie yet. We all know this. Mm. At this point, I'm holding out. It's a game of will, and I'm going to win. I don't know. I, <laughs> see, it sucks because I the, the amount of people that I have in my life that have both read the book and seen the movie that I can discuss with. Very slim. My mother. Yeah. Love that about her. My mother, and I think Static Crowbar. I know. It, I'm just trash. I, I can't stop watching Hamilton, I but just, I will not watch a movie <laughs> that I n- want to see. I need you to watch it so we can discuss, dang it. I know, it. but I really like the book, so I this is exciting for me. Um, yeah, I'm going to end up having to get the first book on Kindle edition because I think Annabelle's mom is still borrowing my physical edition. Mm. And then I'm going to have to reserve and pick up a copy of Ready Player Two. Yeah, it's funny. Where do you go from this? Is it going to be like the future of now that Parzival yeah. owns I, like, everything? don't like, remember the end of the book at all. It's funny because Morgan, when I met Morgan, she had a, a few books on Kindle on her Kindle account. And when we got really serious, she was like, oh, yeah, you can use my Kindle account. I have a few books. And I was like, oh, we're really serious now. Mm-hmm. And she had Ready Player One that whole time had never read it. Like five years down the road, I finally read it. And I was like, that's a really good book. She was like, I guess I'll have to read it. Never did. It's her book. She's never read it. It's, it's y'all's very funny. movie. You haven't seen it. I know. I it's even, sitting on my shelf. I was going to say, I even if I did, I don't know. Because I've watched it, it a couple of times now. Still very good. There's a weird situation in my apartment right now where every time I go to look for a movie, I don't have it, which is weird. I swear to God, I had Spider-Man 1 and 2 Tobey Maguire edition in my... Tobey Maguire edition? <laughs> <laughs> Tobey Maguire edition in my DVD bin in the coffee table, right? I, that's where I keep the movies. That's where we keep them. That's where they go. I open it up because we were going to watch it after I was playing a lot of Spider-Man. They don't exist. I know I own them on DVD. Where the fuck are they? Who knows? I don't. No idea. <laughs> It's really every time I look for a movie, I'm like, where, why, where and why? 
how did you just disappear? So maybe it's for the best that you still have it because it would be gone forever. Mm. <laughs> I also have your steelbook for uh, Hellboy with uh, the new Hellboy. Oh, is that Morgan's? Yeah. Oh, news to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she just buys I mean, I'll movies. gladly make it mine. Yeah, but... she, I mean, that's not up to me to decide. No, it's not. <laughs> I feel like it, it, she will hunt me down. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at any rate, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back at you again next week with more stuff about video games. Don't forget to hop into Epic and pick up your free stuff if you want free stuff. If you want to get into Brawlhalla... It's free to get into. It just it's a lot of work to unlock characters if you're not going to buy them, which, yeah, which you think they would have learned from EA. But mm, does anybody ever? It's not like as ridiculous as when Battlefront came out. But oh, still. my God, I didn't want to be on the Internet for the first like two months after that game came out. Yeah, it was too much to handle. Also, I need to know. I'm going to put this question out there. I put it out there on Twitter and like nobody answered me. Um, best DS or 3DS game go. Just leave it in the comments or tweet me at proxyfox underscore YDG or at yeah, dude gamers. I don't care. Controversial opinion. Pokemon X or Y. Hmm. Not Omega Ruby, which you'd think because that was my favorite game. No. X or Y. I don't know why. It's just the best. It's the best one they got. I would say Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah. But... <laughs> I also really want to play, um, there's a game for the DS called Solata Robo Mm -hmm. that's like an anime, furry, mech battle-y type game. And if that doesn't sound like the kind of game that uh, (laughs) human trash like myself would love, I don't know what does. Sounds like you wrote it. But I can pick it up used from GameStop for like 35 bucks, which is like the time that I bought um, Silhouette Mirage. Mm -hmm. But I knew Silhouette Mirage was a good game when I picked it up because I had already played it. I have not played Solato Robo. And it's really hard to find any gameplay of it anywhere that's not blurry like a Bigfoot photo. (laughs) Because it's an old DS game. Yeah. It was hard enough to to capture that stuff, let alone upload it to the internet back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, If you want to help support the show, you can check out our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash yeah dude helps us to keep the podcast running. And your, your dollars... Help us to cover the costs of running the podcast, like leasing Adobe Audition, because yeah. that shit ain't cheap. If you, uh, <laughs> if you, you know, give us a dollar on Patreon, you will have a minority interest in the show. Mm. <laughs> you could be just like Sony, who dropped two hundred and fifty million dollars for their minority interest, but yeah. for you, one corn chip. Uh, anyway, if you're not on the Discord, feel free to join our Discord. Links and all of that stuff down in the show notes slash descriptions. And that's all I've got for you guys. We'll see you again next week. And until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yeah Dude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com.